Devi Parik. What is some of the best advice you've gotten or given? I think one that I um, give every so often, and I I think I have I must have gotten it from somewhere, but I don't remember where. Actually, I don't know if you. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a common source, or I don't know if you told me. But um, this idea of uh, not self-selecting. Um, if you want something go after it right if it's a thing that you want to apply for like if it's grad school admissions or a job or faculty positions or anything like that if you are interested in getting it go ahead and apply and it's on the other side to decide whether it's a good fit or not and and so on right and so just um, um if you if you want something and it's reasonable like i mean um like even if it feels it might not be completely reasonable but if you want something just reach out to someone and ask for it um and i think this uh yeah, I, I think that is that is important. And I do see people self-selecting a lot where they might wonder that, oh, will I even get into this XYZ school? Um, and I feel like, what's the harm in applying? I mean, for admissions, there is the admission fees and all of that. And so that can be one barrier. But if you're in situations where there isn't such fees associated with it, um, I often see people self-selecting. And I, I don't see a point to it. You should just go after things that you want and let the other side say no. Danny Tarlow. What is the best advice you've gotten or given? Um, sticking in the research context, uh, my PhD supervisor was one of the, the one of the few things that he was very firm about was um, that you know we had like the weekly meeting where some invited speaker would come in and give a talk and it was about all sorts of different topics. And he was quite firm that uh, attendance at that was really important and it was important to go to these talks and be exposed to different ideas, even if they were totally unrelated to what sort of I was working on at the time or even like what I knew about at the time as a younger student. Um, but, you know, just kind of like getting in the habit of seeing something new every week and then trying to engage with it and trying to think about it, trying to understand why it was interesting. Um, I think that's something that has stuck with me for most of my career that was really valuable. Kyungyun Cho. What is some of the best advice you've gotten or given? Um, so it was uh, 20, 14, I think the summer or fall, I was in Montreal uh, as a postdoc with the Ashra Bengio. And then back then, you had the really like the, if I remember correctly, most of the people who were at the lab back then with me, or you had the older people who were working on uh, toward PhD in this particular neural network, deep neural network. Really, I think that none of them actually ended up being a professor. They all went to work at Google, Microsoft, and then it was like the beginning of the boom. So everyone was happy that they were getting tons of money working at those places. But then you had the, I had I, I wanted to you know, to see if you know it's possible to become a faculty and then you had to be a professor. I never thought about it before that time, like the before fall 2014. I started to think about it after talking with some people. And then you had the one day I knocked on the door of Yasha's and then you had the, I asked Yasha, so Yasha, what do you think about you had the, uh, being a professor? I'm thinking about you had the, what I should do after finishing my postdoc years here. And then uh, he just really told me just one thing is that it's the best job in the world. 
And uh, now that I think, and then the idea, I was like, okay, that sounds good, so I'll do that. And then the same thing was repeated by Yan Lekun uh, a few months later or a year later. And these were really, I think they're great advice because back then everyone was trying to give me a detailed write down of the pros and cons about you know, going to the academia, going to the industry and so on. And then you know, looking at those pros and cons lists doesn't really help you make a decision because it's a difficult decision. But that you know, is the best job in the world. That actually was the advice based on which I decided to apply for the faculty position. I didn't even apply to any of the industry position back then. And then so far, I really like it. Yeah. That's great. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm glad you chose this route. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Thank you. I've, I've had the opportunity to interact with you at various points of times and you know, people and especially your students speak highly of you. Uh -huh. So that's, that's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. What is uh, some of the best advice that you've gotten or given? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a person to, to give advice, but there, there's one thing that, that, that I liked, liked a lot. It's, uh, there was, uh, this, uh, head coach of, uh, as coach of the Iran national soccer team, and and the guy, the guy, the guy was was very good. He was the coach of Real Madrid at at, at some point, and and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, he was he was saying that either either uh, either we succeed or or we learn, so that there's basically no no failure, and uh, that I I like I like that that quote a lot. Yeah, 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 that that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Judy Hoffman. What is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given? Um, I'm, I value friends and family a lot. And, um, you know, ad advice there is just to sort of prioritize them and like um, try to keep in touch uh hopefully get to see them more frequently sometime soon and um yeah basically it, it's so easy in this job especially for it to just be your whole world and so i have to try you know to constantly check in and sort of remind myself to um refocus uh, and think about what will what will actually make me happy long term. Hmm. And you think you're able to strike that balance well? Are you happy with? Are you able to prioritize that? Uh, I mean, it's a work in progress always, uh, but I, I definitely try, and um, I especially try really hard if I do get the opportunity to be with people that I I don't get to see very frequently. I try to be present you know, put away work, put away phone and just sort of focus in and try to restructure my schedule such that when I do get to go see them, it's, um, it's not, it's not kind of like set up to fail. It's not that something is due right then, you know, it's hopefully just after something was due and it's a natural break point. Mm -hmm. Andrew Fitzgibbon. What is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given? Oh gosh. Um, Best, best advice. Oh, I've got great ones, and now I can't remember them. Um, uh, 
Ah, maybe it'll come back to me. I, I know I have good answers to that. Um, yeah, the only one that jumps to mind is, you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, coming back to the to the absolutely positive end of the human spectrum, right? Like you're you're generally happy, and so it makes sense that the advice that you give is it'll be fine. Like the, looking at yeah. the positive side of things. Yeah, yeah, it's that is that is one. It's oh yeah, yeah. I think I think some variants of 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 what I said earlier about if you don't get a job, assume somebody better got it. Don't assume that somehow, you know, mm. either you know that that someone someone was against you, or I think just assume the actually here. Okay, here here is the thing I do actually say all the time, which is, um, um, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst. You know, assume things will be fine. Just know what you're going to do if they're not. Um, by the way, I, I really liked your uh, your insight of um, zero sumness can, if you trust the system, zero sumness can mean that the right decision was made. That you that you that someone else was actually much more deserving. That's that's an interesting mindset, and it can give you a certain sense of peace and solace. Exactly. Exactly. It may be wrong. You know, mm -hmm. you may be, it may, I, you know, I may have been a better person for that, for that job, but I don't think a terrible mistake was made, you know, or, you know, that time our paper was rejected, you know, um, it's not a terrible, terrible mistake. It hurts. And, you know, people said things that you think, but I mean, back to papers, right? If the reviewers didn't understand what you were trying to do, Honestly, it's 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 the author's you know the author's responsibility to excite, engage the reader. And you might say, well, this reviewer is willfully not being engaged by my you know. But it's like you know, if I tell you a hilarious joke and you don't find it funny, then you know, I should tell you a better joke, um, or I should you know, find find some friends who do like my terrible jokes. Uh, I'm sorry, back. I can't remember any puns. <laughs> And uh, coming back to the the thing that we talked about, don't don't blame the player, blame blame the game. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. And um, and then you know if you can change the game, of course, that's great. You know if you can think about. Giorgio Shaksari. What is uh, some of the best advice you've gotten or given, or what would you tell? Best advice. Um... I think that's something that I remember that I try to, um, th that I apply to myself very much that I've heard is uh, the 24 hour rule. So wait 24 hours before you respond to something. Mm. Um, so in that, like just to make every day life better, um, uh, you know, like, like when, when, yeah, exactly. Just give it, don't immediately respond. Um, has been very useful for CVPR stuff. Let me tell you. Um, uh, I think I think that would be that's a good advice. But I feel like I've gotten so much great advice from when I started, even if it doesn't register. You know, little things. Um, Akshara Rai, what is some of the best advice that you've gotten on Git? I think the, um, one of the advice that uh, David gave me at some point, which was very helpful, was 
um, to kind of, uh, like I said, start making a plan about what I want. Because, so when I started at FAIR, I don't know, I mean, this is probably everywhere, but because as I said, I was also insecure and so on, I would often be like looking for more resources, headcount and, you know, people to work with, even if I didn't necessarily need these things, you know, like I was asking for more robots when I didn't necessarily need more robots. I was asking for, um, and I had a couple of uh, such incidents and in the moment, it's very hard to know uh, when you're asking for something, if it's because, uh, you know, other people have it and that's why you want it or because you want it because you actually need it. Um, and um, so, yeah, they actually said, what helps here is actually having a plan and seeing that, how does this fit in my plan? Um, do I actually need this one or plan and so on? So I think um, this was really good advice for me. And since then I've been trying to follow on it um, now more officially and in the beginning just um, less officially. Yeah. Subarao Kambampati. Uh, what is some of the best advice you've gotten or given? Or what would you what would you like to give as an advice to your students or others? Um, so to my students, the kind of advice I tend to give is that question everything you do. I mean, so basically I, I tell them often, I'm, I'm very devil's advocate kind of an advisor. Um, I mean, I don't know that I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think my students still, all my students are still in contact with me. So I'm not a mean guy, but at the same time, I basically am not the kind of person who just listen to your idea and not question it. Mm -hmm. And I want, them to get to the same point. And you know, there are ways of doing it without being, you know, disagree, without being disagreeable. I'm not sure whether I do it that well or not, but I certainly disagree. And I think being able to disagree with the whatever you are hearing, uh, at least looking at the other options is, is quite important from, from a scientific ish perspective. Um, the Best advice that I got is actually, nobody specifically told me what I once said. Again, this is from a professional perspective is uh, this, I think, Nico Haberman's thing. Uh, I read somewhere, I think somebody's, one of his students had uh, you know, basically attributed to him um, uh, that uh, focus on producing the best students um, rather than the best research. If you focus on producing the best students, best research will happen anyway. But if you focus on producing the best research, then you may or may not produce the best students. And, and that's kind of very important. And I actually feel, I'm, even people around me, you know, in, in, in academia, the people I have the lot most respect for um, are people whose students still think highly of them. You know, and I hope that to me, it would be a complete failure if any of my students are happy that they were done with me. You know, it doesn't matter how many papers we wrote. So it's like that, that matters a lot more. So I think to me, that was the best advice. Um, and, and so it's like, you want to be friends 
uh, first. I mean, in some sense, and irrespective of the fact that we are also doing research together, etc. Um, you should be, you know, you want to kind of get them to be the best student possible. I'm not necessarily sure that I'm really into all potential facets of um, personality improvement, etc. But I think it's just the fact that you shouldn't be ever putting research about what's good for the student. And that to me, I think is very important. And, you know, I mean, there are, again, the best advisors are those that are trying to caution you against the incentive mechanisms that exist already. And unfortunately, just as you know, I mean, you know, in academia, um, the end products typically matter. The process doesn't matter as much as the end product. Um, but to me, I think in a way that you are a failure if in fact the process, you know, the people that you work with don't want to be associated with you, don't want to talk about you afterwards. And so it's, that's very important. Uh, and of course, sometimes that means that you are not as um, like you're not as cutthroat in, in trying to just follow the things. Uh, but that that is very important. That's, I mean, again, it's an advice. You don't, we all try to follow that. Those are important things. But I think that's something that I think every faculty member in particular should think of. Um, that, that's quite uh, beautiful. And in, in a way, it's related to something you said earlier in the interview, which is, uh, you know, getting to a goal without being goal-driven. There are certain- Yeah, exactly. I mean, it happens to me, it happens to me all the time. And there was this the best of the students, I mean, again, best of my, the PhD students will change what you are working on. You know, uh, I never really, you know, I mean, <laughs> there was this old West Wing quote where this guy you know, refers to this French general, uh, where the French general sees a whole bunch of, um, you know, whatever the revolutionary is running on the street and he says, okay, I have to go find out where my people are going so that I can lead them. That's my life as a PhD advisor. I want to find out where my students are going so that I can lead them. Um, that's the fun way of doing it. So of course I have my own goals too, but oftentimes finding, it's so much better to work with what people are already interested in working with. I mean, I always assume that you can't pay for research. You just cannot. I mean, it's like research is the kind of thing that you do because you're passionate about it. The good ones, at least, you know, the, you know, 15 units of research cannot be done. Um, and, and so it's just so much better to work with what people's interests are and, you know, within the parameters. And I'm not going to be able to suddenly start advising students in quantum mechanics, but, you know, within the parameters, it's important to find, um, and so that basically changes the goal to some extent. You might have started thinking you'll do work on something else, but you work on something else. And, and it helps me that I can always make a good story after the fact because I can connect things up. So, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, actually there was a, there's this old um, Broadway Danny Rose. Um, there's this movie by, unfortunately, now he's discredited, but Woody Allen was a great director in his own way. And so Broadway and Rose is basically this, you know, is impresario. He essentially will get all his, he's the agent of all these people. And his, his only point is to try to get them to reach their potential on the Broadway. And 
that's what I think advisors are to some extent, you know, at, at some level. Um, and so I think of myself as a Danny Rose to my students. <laughs> so that's kind of a way looking at it. Adriana Kovashka. What is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given? So I don't think I give you very good advice, but um, I've kind of borrowed that advice that I'm going to say is, is something that I received as advice, which was, but as true, you know, when I was still uh, wrapping up my PhD and trying to decide what, what to um, do next, I thought, you know, being faculty was really intimidating and I was worried about tenure and, um, Kristen had me talk to other faculty uh, at UT and Peter Stone uh, said that basically he didn't worry about tenure. He just decided to work on what he, you know, enjoys working on, what he thinks is, is meaningful working on and, and see what happens. Um, and I guess over time, I realized that that's great advice and that's kind of what I've been doing. Like, I was just trying to, I wouldn't say have fun, but, but do things that I thought were, um, interesting and and just see what happens i mean I've, I've been strategic in some sense but i've also just tried to do what feels right and not worry about the the consequences and i think that's very that's very good to keep in mind that you're in control of of your fate and you should do what what makes life worth living to you and not worry about milestones exclusively yeah, I think that's great advice. Aaron Kurwell. What is some of the best advice that you've gotten given or would like to give to, you know, students or maybe even your own kids someday? Uh, ah, good question. Um, I guess, well, it's pretty, pretty open. Um, well, I, 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 I mean, I think you have to follow like in terms of choosing a career path, you kind of have to follow what you, what excites you, right? Because you, you, you know, you, this is life is surprisingly short, and it's you know, there's not. It's not to say that in any job there's going to be things you dislike about it, but you should, you really can't waste time doing something that you're not really that you can't find things that you really savor that you really appreciate. Um, so that would be my advice is, is to is to you know find the thing that you really enjoy doing um and it's also helpful if you're good at it because <laughs> it's going to make your life easier <laughs> the, the uh yeah the, the, there was this guy that uh that um uh was uh I used to work at, at, at Parks Canada. It's just this, uh, like, essentially an admin type job. This is when I was in high school. And there's this old guy that worked there. And uh, his, his, the only thing I remember him ever saying to me, and he said it often, every time he'd see me, he'd say, he'd lean in, he'd say, Mary Rich. <laughs> that, was, that was really the most, probably the most consistent advice I've ever been given. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so uh, there we go. <laughs> okay. 
is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given or is your would, would that you would like to give to um yeah what, what's good advice generally um i i think maybe for people like me who are not great at the say five to ten year planning the it, it, advice I, I i often find useful is like uh, particularly like let's say you're starting a, a new job and you know the kind of reward is is that far down the line it it's far enough that there's really nothing you can do locally um so i, I found it's helpful to just kind of ignore that and it's not i mean it, in theory it'd be great to plan everything for for that sort of time horizon but like in practice like you can build up to there um by kind of uh being somewhat intuitive about the short term, being um, trying to work on things that you find interesting or for whatever reason you, you find, I would say, teach you new things. Uh, and not even if they're even if you don't have exactly the right plan for how they're going to lead to the kind of big thing five years down the line. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And in, in a lot of ways, the a lot of joy is derived just from the process, right? Just from the, the day to day. Uh, which can can bring a lot of value in itself. Yeah, yeah. One of my uh, my former colleagues, I, uh, Radhika Nagpal, had this essay on. I think it's called the Seven Year Postdoc. Seven Year Postdoc. I always found that to be really just helpful. To, yeah, yeah. It was a lovely essay. That was that was a really good one. Stephen Lee, what is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given or would find yourself giving or would like to give to students? collaborators, colleagues? How, how broadly can I interpret advice? Fairly. So like advice comes in the normal form we think of like somebody telling you something that you should do. And advice also sometimes comes in the form of an example that sticks mm. with you. Mm. I, I, I have a very distinct memory of when I was young. Um, my dad was mad about something else, about someone else, and he had a bit of a temper at the time. And I remember he yelled at me about something trivial, uh, and I was, I was young. And then there was this moment where he sort of just stopped right after doing it, got down on one knee and just explained that it wasn't me, and he's sorry, and he was wrong about it. And it was this instantaneous moment of like, people make mistakes, even mistakes that hurt you. And if you hurt someone, you should just stop and like explain that that was wrong and also you didn't mean it. And like that, that sort of ownership of what you do and how it affects other people stuck with me um, in a way that I don't, you know, not a lot of my younger years I don't remember, but that was a moment that has sort of stuck around and probably morphed a million times because memory is fallible, but uh, it's a piece of advice that has stuck around. Hmm. Interesting. Pushmeet Kohli. What is some of the best advice that you've gotten or given along your journey or along someone else's journey? Or what do you tell young people entering the field or what would you want to tell your kids someday? Yeah, I mean, the, the, these are also very cliched things like, um, do what you love and so on, but um, like, but I think it's it's um, I think it's it's very powerful when you show some something to someone rather than tell them. 
So I I generally am a great believer in the mantra of don't tell, show. And if you can't show, then don't <laughs> don't don't bother. Um, uh, I have had the really good fortune of having some really good mentors, um, some amazing leaders. Um, managers um advisors and they have all sort of shaped me uh, in their different sort of way but one thing that was was sort of common in all of them was um sort of focus and discipline um and i was not a very disciplined person uh like growing up I, i would just do what i do what i wanted to do um if i if i wanted to i if i felt like playing cricket i would just play cricket i would not study and uh, if i play yeah so i'll i'll do what I, i wanted to do and um in some sense um what my mentors and advisors sort of showed me not told me was the importance of discipline and that is what i have to give them a lot of credit for um so discipline is something uh, that's important uh, in, in life there is a rhythm to it uh, um yeah and of course you need to be passionate you should need to do what you really like but but there there's also an element of being disciplined about things